What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Shockcast, episode 10. My name's Luke and Taldi. Joining me tonight, only Giuseppe Nelva. Still alive somehow after E3. How you doing, Giuseppe? Hello, everyone. I'm fine. <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we, we should actually have an empty window. It's actually a, a alternate window of blue because for some reason we don't have a way to actually have like only two people on screen. We just discovered it. I was like, oh, fuck. Oops. Sorry for the F-bomb, but yeah. Oh, we're um, not. We're not a kid-friendly show, I don't think. So that's fine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, that That's why you see an empty window, which is actually loose ceiling. I think it's showing up. Um, yeah, actually. No, I don't think they have it, luckily, on the, uh, okay. uh, on the right. video. It's a lovely ceiling. Yeah, it's a great ceiling. I have a terrific ceiling. The best ceiling. Um, so anyway. This is episode 10. The topic of the show is going to be games that were MIA at E3. Uh, as always, or as much as we like to, we have a giveaway today. The giveaway is for Assemblance, a new game out on PlayStation 4. Uh, it's created by Nilo Studios, who uh, it, it's a brand new indie studio started by a dev who left Bungie. Uh, they had a part in Halo 3. They made the opening stuff of Destiny. Uh, no longer with Destiny, but we're going to give it out later. If you want to be part of the giveaways, come join us at Twitch. Uh, come have fun in the comments. Meet Dalo Rance, who's already here. Glad that you're here. Uh, and, yeah, you'll be eligible to win these giveaways. We stream every Wednesday at 8.30 sharp Eastern at Twitch.tv. Yeah, sure. Sh Sharpish. Uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv slash DualShockers Live. It's uh, always so fault, though, by the way, so, so just so people know. No, I don't, so I, you're fired. I don't think it's my fault, technically. I still blame Chris and Ryan for not being here. That's really what the, caused the delay. Um, uh, yeah. Okay. Let's give you a pass for this time. All right. So anyway, we're going to do that assemblance giveaway a little bit later. Starting off, what have we been playing? Because I, I, for the past two weeks, you've been kind of up to your neck in leaks, uh, Giuseppe. Uh, in what? Oh, yeah, um, yeah that, that sounds pretty bad, but... <laughs> uh, actually, I've been playing quite a bit of um, The Witcher 3 uh, Blood and Wine, hmm. uh, which I'm going to review soon. Uh, I'm, I, I'm also due to, to reviewing uh, Hearts of Iron 4, which is, I'm also playing. Right. Uh, both uh, are going to come soon and probably during the weekend. And uh, but are great games. Uh, well, The Witcher 3 Blood and Wine is absolutely fantastic. And I'm not going to say much more because I'd spoil the review. Um, right. Hearts of Iron 4, that. it's a bit of a different thing. Meaning that it's great. It's a, it's a great game. But it's you have to like that kind of game. Otherwise, you're going to be so turned off and intimidated that you're not going to have a good time with it. If you like grand strategy game, it's going to be a good experience. If you don't like that kind of genre, that that's a genre that you have to like, right? To be able to like it, it, you can't go into a grand strategy game without having an affinity with the genre and actually enjoying your time. Mm -hmm. it, it's really you're gonna basically gonna play spreadsheets, and you know. There's nothing wrong with playing spreadsheets. Kind of like math. No, no, no. But you know, some people don't like it. So if that's your thing. Right. Uh, that game is going to be awesome, but that has to be your thing. Right. So it happens to be my thing, so for me it's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you play all those Civilization and all that fun stuff. Civilization is not a grand strategy game. 
You would know better than I do. Well, it's kind of, but it, it's 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 a little. You have to use the term in a little. In the definition is a little bit of a loose way to to define right. it as a grand strategy game. All right. Well, it's more like a strategy game. Period. I've been. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say up to my neck again because we, we've been saying that and you don't you don't like it. But I have been really swamped when it comes to games lately. <laughs> I had three reviews go up in the past two days, uh, and if you're listening to this somewhat soon, go check out the site and look at them. But it's for SteamWorld Heist, really good indie game, 9 out of 10. Not as good as uh, SteamWorld Dig, in my opinion, but it's an interesting shift over to uh, turn-based strategy. Uh, Along with that, I've been playing Tokyo Mirage Sessions Sharp FE, better than I expected. Still don't like any of the censorship. All that's some nasty stuff. Uh, and if you read the review, you're going to see what I say about all that. But still a great game. If you have a Wii U, I mean, it's not like there's a lot to play on the Wii U right now. But if you have a Wii U, I, I definitely re- would recommend it. If you uh, have a Wii U and it's not stuffed into some, you know, cellar or... No, you just you take know. it out. I mean, mine was stuffed in the cellar. Uh, well, it depends <laughs> on how deep in the cellar it is. Like, my cellar is messy. If right. I put something in the cellar, it's unlikely that I'm going to put it out for, for a game. Because, I, like, you have no idea how many boxes there are there. Even just even just remembering what boxes what, right. it's going to be problematic. I'm sure a lot of people have, have that problem. Uh, and then the last one, which is the game we're giving out, I reviewed Assemblance. And Assemblance is very good. Uh, walking simulator-ish kind of game. A mix of Soma with a little bit of PT in it. Uh, And the reason why it's so interesting is you could technically beat it in 15 minutes. And there are people who just ended at the first ending. It's got five different endings. Four of them have been solved. One, the last ending, is kind of ARG-ish. Alternate reality game. It goes outside the bounds of the game, and I'm emailing people in this science sci-fi lab from my actual email address... I'm going through clues online, trying to find pictures, and going through Reddit pages to find hints. It's all very interesting. It's definitely a different type of narrative experience. Um, And truly, maybe the only thing of its kind on the PS4, uh, with the exception of infamous Second Son's uh, paper trail. Um, Well, yeah, that's true. That that was that one. Uh, That one was pretty was pretty easy to, to connect to. It's, yeah, it was. It was pretty seamless. You didn't have to mail people. I, I, don't, I don't think that you had to. I actually did that. I, it was a lot of fun, though. Yeah, I, I, I like that. I really like that stuff in games. I wish... I, I understand well, why I like they don't. I like kind of stuff when it's not cumbersome. Yeah. Like, if I if I have to start mailing people and stuff like that, yeah, it starts to be a little bit cumbersome, too, for my taste. Right. So, anyway, we'll give that out later. I'll stop talking about it now. Let's talk about E3, and we've already went through our predictions. We've already went through our reactions. But what didn't we see at E3? A lot of stuff, actually. <laughs> yeah. That was a funny thing about this E3. Was, there was a lot of stuff. But it was a lot of stuff that was missing as well. And not just for the press conferences. I mean, missing from the show completely. Uh, like, stuff that I expected to, to, to be there, but wasn't. Uh, even stuff that I wasn't sure would have been there, but wasn't anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, well, of course, if you've seen the, the the cover of this shotcast, you probably you probably know that the big one that 
a lot of people expected was Red Dead whatever. Yeah. The, the new Red Dead or whatever from, from Rockstar. Uh, especially since, you know, the people at 2K uh, uh, actually take two during their uh, conference call financial say that they would have announced what Rockstar was working on uh, soon. Right. And soon, the logical soon was E3. Uh, I've seen rumors that say that it was uh, supposed to be there, supposed to be at Sony's conference at the end. And I actually kind of believe them. I don't know if the people that are pulling out those rumors actually know what they're talking about or they're just guessing. But I think that's a possibility because that demo at the end of Days Gone was kind of really out of place. It really seemed like there was something else there. Yeah. But it was pulled at the last moment. Right. And so, yeah, I am wondering because there have been leaks about this Red Dead. People, of course, would, would don't know if they're legit, but they look like they are. So, yeah, and definitely wondering about this. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I was I was surprised we didn't see it either. I mean, we know to some extent things that they're going to show behind closed doors, and we knew that they weren't showing it behind uh, closed doors, at least to us. But it did feel weird. Well, a lot again. of the times they tell you they they also tell you unannounced game, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But two uh, K didn't have a big presence at E three at all. Anyway, it's like they were they weren't there. You know, but your game doesn't need to be shown to close and behind closed door to be announced. The tree, like yeah, you, you, you can just have, you can just have um, it's a teaser or a trailer, and, yeah, and that's it. Just a screen. But that that's the thing is, even if I think the rumor said that uh, the reason why they didn't show it, if if it's to be believed, uh, sorry, if it's to be believed as true, the reason why they didn't show it is because. Uh, it would have shown John Marston or whatever protagonist um, shooting in a saloon, and of course they just had the Orlando shooting days before, uh, so it was pulled. And that sounds like something that could be in the game, but it's not necessarily uh, something that they would have had to pull it for. They could have simply just teased it, thrown in a title card or something, and the internet would have caught on fire. Uh, but mm, yeah, but, you know... It's it's Rockstar, and I think that they're the kind of developer that wants to show their game on their own terms, without yeah. like you know, without being uh, having to self censor themselves or to just just tease without showing anything. I don't think it's an, it's in their style to to just tease something without showing anything. So it's I think it's possible. I think it's a possibility. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure, but definitely I'm surprised it wasn't there because it it was teased by 2K. So I'm wondering when they're going to show it, if they're going to show it at Gamescom, which is right beyond the corner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I doubt it's going to be at PAX, because PAX is not that kind of show in which you announce big stuff. Right. Um, but yeah, possibly Gamescom. But or their we'll own press conference. Uh, I doubt they're going to have their own press conference, but possibly they're going to have their... They, they could very well announce it outside of any press conference. Just, you know, make right. an announcement, throw out, throw out a trailer... And uh, and a press release and some screenshot opening the site and say, "Hey, we are here. Hello." But yeah, that, yeah, that's the big one that that then that I expected I didn't see, and that was on the right. prob- possibly on the PlayStation side, uh, at least. I mean, on the on the 
on the side of the the PlayStation conference because right. the Microsoft conference didn't look like something was was missing. You know, right? It was pretty meaty and it ended on the right note. Uh, I'm actually weirded out that the, the the Sonic conference didn't end on Kojima. Like, what better way? Yeah, Why that's what I thought. Hard? Why did they have to show hard a the demo of Days Gone there, which they could have shown they could have shown it together with the announcement or before Kojima. Finish mm-hmm. with Kojima. What's better finish? It kind of looks like that one. And then, hello, with I'm back, but no. Yeah. Anyway, let's I... move on. Let's move on to another game. Wait, wait. Will... Can I can uh, I add a game here? Uh, no. Pretty, <laughs> pretty short, and it, it goes off of uh, it goes off of Red Dead. But I, I was surprised also that Agent didn't make it there. Um, I thought there. I was... wasn't surprised. I think people. I, I, I think people. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I thought I thought there was more than enough small hints about Agent, um, like how they were reapplying for the trademark and stuff. That they do every year. Yeah, but at some point you got to stop. There's only they're only allowed five extensions. Yeah, I mean they, they do it as much as they can. Then then they're gonna stop. Uh, they that's normal in, in the in the industry. When you have a trademark, you don't just let it go. Yes, but, but it's just a costly process, and it means that it's not costly. It costs it costs forty dollars. Oh, yeah, but it means that they would have to show it within this next six month span, or risk losing it now. Ah, oh, really? It's, it's yes. that close? Yes, because they're only allowed five extensions, and mm-hmm. they're on they're on their fifth one. I think the, I think it's dead. You Let think it's go. dead? Yeah, I think it's dead. I really think it's that. I think I I I don't think um, Rockstar would work on three games because of course they're, they're gonna start working on the next GTA as as well. Yeah. Of course, that's not coming soon. That's not gonna be announced anytime soon. But I don't think they're gonna work on more than two games at the same two big games at the same time. Maybe I'm wrong, you know. But I, I wasn't surprised it wasn't there. Then because I'm not expecting it to come at all. Maybe I'm wrong. We we'll never yeah. know. But I didn't. Besides the trademark, was there any other signal that it would come? No, I, I guess not. Yeah, um, it, it, a trademark could be a, is a little weak as a signal, I think. Yeah. Well, I thought they were actually set up to have a great showing of just like here's Red Dead and here's our hint that we're actually going forward with this. Um, but yeah, that's not. Uh, it wasn't guaranteed. I, I just thought that take two in general, would have had a bigger presence than they did. You know, there is another thing, though. Yeah. You're t- talking about a trademark. Uh, trademark law, and you probably should know as well, since you know you, that's that's kind of your thing. Kind of. Uh, it's not that they have to show it within six months. They need to have the product on the shelves between six months, not to lose the trademark. Because they actually have it used in commerce. They don't have it to, like, you know, oh, yeah, we are working on it. It yeah, has to be in commerce. It has to be on the shelves to keep the trademark. Yeah, I, I believe that used in commerce is pretty loose, though. Like, even if you're doing business for it, I think it even counts. So if they're saying, we're mm-hmm. hiring developers and they are starting uh, it. I'm not sure, you know. Uh, I actually researched it for the Deep Down one. I, I know that if I, if I got a name Deep Down, Dolo is going to like, have his <laughs> antennas. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they, I, I studied the, the matter for deep down, and you actually have to have it commercially used on the shelves. You have to present a specimen. Uh, you have to present a specimen which has to be a product 
on the shelves that has to it can be either the page of your uh, uh, eShop selling it like a, a PSN page that sells it or the cover of the sorry I have a fly <laughs> going around it's, it's summer and my, my window is open but yeah you actually no have to have like a, either the cover of the game or uh, I don't think just having it in the works works but we'll see but I, I think that I'm pretty sure Right. Uh, I, I I invite you since it's your field of study, study to check it out and 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 let me know about that because I, of course I don't have actual the actual tomes for North American trademark law. Right. I had to go on their site and make the and make the research there. Right. Because that's all I had access to. You probably have like, the actual books. I do. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So let's... we'll see about it. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Deep Down since we got there. <laughs> Absolutely. So We got there. We, we named it and Dalo is here talking about Deep Down. Yeah, that is... I, I still think that's shocking. That That's still... When's the last time we saw something about it? It's been one year and uh, it was March the last time. So one year... <laughs> not so something about it, by the right. way. Last, thing, last time a developer uttered the name Deep Down... <laughs> Right. It was uh, last year in March, I think, which makes it uh, one year and three months since it completely disappeared from the face of Earth. Right. I think it's still coming, by the way. And that's another another thing that they're going to lose the trademark if they don't have it in commerce by December. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has to be out by December or they lose the trademark. Of course, they can still reapply afterwards. I mean, it's not like they completely lose it and they can never apply for the name anymore, right? They can still just reapply if no one else takes it. Takes it. Right. They they just can't can't keep the same trademark. Like you can lose the trademark and the day after you can reapply for it. If I'm not wrong. But you just can't take, can can keep the same trademark, the exact same trademark, so you don't have any more uh, prelation on it, right? Yeah, I, I believe it's something I. That, that's always been a confusing topic. I'm going to actually look into all this trademark stuff. I'll come back with an answer next podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm completely... Uh, I'm a little confused as to what they are planning with Deep Down. I'm sad because it was probably one of the most interesting... Probably the day most interesting thing I've seen at the presentation of the PS4. And I played it at Tokyo Game Show and it was amazing. Uh, I... It was kind of like Dark Souls, but not as unforgiving. It was a lot of fun. Uh, actually, I would say it was kind of like For Honor, you know, how it plays. Yeah. And um, and the graphics were majestic. And so, uh, but I, we'll see what happens with that. Um, I think it's still in the works. If I get the chance to, to talk with uh, Yoshinori Ono or anyone from Capcom, I don't know who, who I don't. I don't care who it is. Anyone from Capcom, anyone has a Capcom badge that I get to talk to in, uh, at Gamescom, I'm going to ask them. If, if, if At least tell me if it's still in the works. I don't care about any info, specific information. Just tell me if it's still in the works. At this point, if it's still in the works, expect them to announce it, to re-announce that Tokyo Game Show, not at Gamescom. Right. Gamescom is not something where a place where Capcom int- introduces anything much. I think. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think I I just can't believe that seemed like such a big draw when they announced it. Like it seemed like everyone was talking about it. 
So mm-hmm. I'm surprised that they're just letting that slip through the cracks, kind of. Um, unless they're planning to do some big kind of reveal. And I don't know where that would be. Would that be in Tokyo Game Show? Would they do that? Tokyo Game Show, probably. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't expect it at Gamescom, for sure. Uh, especially considering that it wasn't confirmed for the West, even if I'm sure that it, if, if they're going to release it, I'm sure it's going to come for the West as well. But it wasn't confirmed for the West. that they, The beta was supposed to be for Japan only at the beginning. So uh, it's interesting, though, because it's definitely going to be... There is another thing that's interesting. They also didn't talk about their engine, mm-hmm. the Panther Ray, at all, since they stopped talking about um, Deep Town, which was supposed to be the, cent- the, the, the kind of the showpiece for the Panther Ray. Right. So maybe they, they may have entered some problems with the engine, so they're waiting for a both right at the same time, which is kind of, kind of the same thing that happened with Final Fantasy X, uh, 15. Right. They, 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 the engine slowed it down a lot, so that could be the, the case for, for Deep Down as well. Yeah. All right, so how about uh, I'm going to propose another one. It's not one that I'm surprised is missing in action. Because there's mm-hmm. there's no way it was coming anytime soon, uh, but Kingdom Hearts three, like, <laughs> like no one's expecting it. <laughs> Kingdom Hearts, it will never. Come but out. but there's no there's no lip service to it. I was surprised about that. that there is plenty of lip service to it. There was? Did I just miss that? No, I mean, I mean there is for for me. I'm I'm giving plenty of lip service to the game. <laughs> That's never gonna come out. Yeah, I mean, it's Nomura. Nomura doesn't release games. Yeah, I I understand that, but at least for the past few uh, press conference, I believe they showed off a little bit of a you know a trailer, an extra shot uh, shot of gameplay. Once again, there was nothing this so time. They, right? they got tired to they got tired to troll us. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. No, I I just I think it's unbelievable how long they're gonna let this sit out there. After announcing it, it's gonna be the next like Duke Nukem. It's gonna be the next Final Fantasy 15. I mean, that, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, uh, they well, they changed the engine, so that they changing the engine of something doesn't. It means that it was. Yeah. They they had to scrap a lot of things, and they had to, to redo a lot of things, and possibly they weren't very, very advanced in development anyway, because otherwise it wouldn't changed it. Um, honestly, I'm going to I'm expecting next E3. Uh, they're gonna come out and say um, Nomura has retired in a Tibetan uh, monastery to to meditate on the on the meanings of life, mm-hmm. and uh, Ajime Tabata is the new is the new director and it's gonna come out next year. <laughs> <laughs> because you need Ajime Tabata to actually release the games so Nomura has begin has begun. Right, right, right. I, I, I'm kidding. I, I'm. I have a lot of respect for Nomura, especially as an artist, more than, honestly, more than as a, a director, because I think he's, he, he wastes a little bit of time. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what happens there. It could maybe not be his fault. I really don't know. But it is a fact that, that the games he works on as a director take a lot of time. And yeah. I don't know if it's because he takes a lot of time or because Square Enix, as, as a major developer, Gives him a lot of time to tell, do your thing, and when the game is ready, is ready, mm-hmm. which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, results are also they have been 
lately they have been like shifting a little bit the um, Kingdom Hearts announcements and stuff on the Disney events more than than the video game events. It's the Kingdom Hearts has become more of a Disney thing than a Square Enix thing almost. Yeah. Uh, so it's probably going to be showcased the next T23. Is the big, big, um, the big Disney conference. Disney conference. Disney's yeah. E3. Be, be behind closed doors, so no one is gonna see it. And um, after months afterwards, like it, like it happened last time, one was angry as hell about that, rightfully. Like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the great some two hundred people pay for a ticket to see that, and no one else does. Right. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder. I, I don't think it's gonna be two thousand seventeen. I think it's going to go no 2018 way. at least. Yeah, there, there's absolutely no way. I have the distinct... I'm not saying no way. I, I'm going to say no way. I think okay. I, I have the distinct belief that they likely shifted every resource on the Kingdom Hearts team over to Final Fantasy 15 to rush that mm. out. Um, and oh, yeah. I, I'm sure they're all going to go back as soon as it goes gold. No, I mean, they, they, are, different, they're, they're, they are different places. Like, the Kingdom Hearts team is mostly based in Osaka. Mm-hmm. The Final Fantasy team is mostly based in Tokyo. They are very different teams with very different setups and different locations as well. So maybe maybe that's not as extreme. But right. the, but changing an engine takes time. Going right. from Luminous engine to... Even if they went to an engine like Unreal, which is very, very easy, very modular, very easy to implement, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a small undertaking. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's not... I'm not 100% sure it's not going to come next year. You say 100% sure? Next year, I say 100% sure. I say 95% sure. All right, I'll, I'll take the bet on that 5% chance where you're unsure. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's move on. Let's find another game that was... Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Just going, hammering into Square Enix. That's also not coming anytime soon. Um, mm, it's episodic, so it could come pretty soon. But didn't they say they want the episodes to be full games, basically? Oh, yeah. They they, they, they do want the episode to be full game size, but I don't think it's going to take them ages. I think that's a, 2000, that's a realistic 2017 release. Yeah. I may be wrong. Don't, right. don't shoot the messenger. <laughs> but... I think that's a realistic end of 2007. They need to have something big to come into for for the end of 2017, and I think it, there is a higher chance that it's gonna be Final Fantasy VII than Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, they have one one big release a year more or less. Yeah, that sounds right. But it was missing. I was surprised. I was surprised because I expected to see some, at least a teaser, at least another trailer. Right. What about you? Yeah, I, I thought that we would see uh, a trailer, a teaser, uh, something in the Sony con. That was actually one that I, I was pretty dead set I was going to... I thought I was going to see it Sony. Um, and I didn't. And, I mean, I, I don't... Yeah. So, I, I don't know when it's coming. I, I wouldn't say 2017. I'm about 50-50 split on it. I think probably twenty eight, like early 2018. Uh, but, I, I hope I we see more. Yeah, that but that's a possibility. But I I'm more expecting 2017 due to the the episodic nature of the thing, because they can pretty much you know 
when you have an, op- an episodic game, you can almost say, I want it out by this, and I'm going to put on the first episode what I can put to have it out like, by, by, by that time. Right. Right. So it's probably easier to, to get there. Right. I'm not sure. Another one was missing, definitely. Big one. Nino Kuni 2. Mm hmm. Yeah. Shown that... at. PlayStation I, Experience, I, I, right? I, yeah, and I, I expected to see more. Yeah. Uh, That's once... a big thing for, with Japanese games. Japanese games were a little absent, the big ones. They were very much missing. Dalo makes oh, yeah. a good point, though. He, uh, just going back really quickly to Final Fantasy XV, he says uh, Square Enix does, doesn't want to show Final Fantasy VII Remake because it would take some uh, time away uh, and some spotlight away from Final Fantasy XV. This is Final Fantasy XV's year. That might be a good point. Who is? Would it though? Because they really didn't put much spotlight on Final Fantasy 15 at E3. Uh, Final Fantasy 15 has entered that marketing time right. in which it's in autopilot. By now, it's a few months from release. There is no need to hype it anymore. Well, they they still hyping it. Still, but they're not. It's what what marketing marketing they call autopilot. Because it's the, the last few months, so you don't need to show all that much anymore. People have shown everything that I've seen, everything that I could see. I am more thinking that I still don't have as much ready to show for it. Maybe I'm wrong, but mm. maybe they say that we don't have a well, we have stuff to show, but it wouldn't be as different from what we already shown. Right. All right, so let's go back to Nino Kuni. Shift right back to that. Yeah. That's um. I wasn't too surprised not to see that. That definitely seems like a game that they would save either for TGS specifically or for a PlayStation experience because of uh, the deep PlayStation. I think that's less of a game you want to show off to the New York Times and um, all of the big press companies that are going to be there uh, versus the smaller smaller gatherings and conventions. I'm wondering if we're going to see more. Uh, Level 5 is going to have an event soon, their own event, uh, in which they're going to show their own games. Yeah. So I, I wonder if they're going to show more then. I hope so, because I'm, I I want to see more of that game. Uh, but yeah, that's another one that I was pretty much missing. And I, yeah. All I right. hoped to see it. I'm going to add one. Going into Talking JRPGs, and we spoke mm-hmm. about this before, Persona. I thought well, this was Persona's year. It was. It was at. It, it was at E3. It just wasn't the best uh, press conference. Uh, they actually had yeah. big presence at E3. Like Atlas and Sega actually pushed it pretty heavily. I was sad and disappointed that it wasn't at the press conference. Yet that yes, but it wasn't E3. All right, so it wasn't they MIA at E3. It just didn't have the huge Sony push yeah. that I was imagining. They, they they didn't give it a big push for Sony, but yeah, it was there. Now one that uh, let's skip sh- change shift a little bit because we have to say Microsoft did actually show most of the stuff that we were expecting. So there weren't yeah. big missing stuff there besides Crackdown Three. Crackdown Three was missing and they delayed it on, into 2017. Uh, but yeah, that, that was a pretty big one that I expected to see before they actually announced that they uh, delayed it, but it wasn't there. Yeah. It was a bit sad for me because I'm still expect I'm still waiting to for Microsoft to actually show this cloud because I I, I 
crazy as it might sound, I'm a believer in the crowd. I, I, I actually believe that the crowd can have very interesting applications in gaming. Maybe not what some expect. Right. Like crazy, the crazy fanboy theories that it's going to be like, or or the crazy stuff they're gonna that they might say at the beginning that it's going to be thirty two, uh, power of thirty two Xboxes into one because of the cloud. But I think it's going to give I, I, it brings some very interesting applications, and I am waiting to see to see it demonstrated in the in the right way. So I expected it is a tree, but unfortunately we'll have to wait a little bit for that. Right. What do you think about this cloud? Um, yeah, I mean that's that's really the only thing I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, maybe with the exception of the not really canceled but indefinitely on hi- hiatus new Phantom Break. Um, <laughs> but and on dust, you mean? Oh, fan, well, yeah, Phantom Dust, sorry. Um, no, I'm looking at my emails, and they have Phantom Breaker on here. Um, but yeah, the the new Phantom Dust. They showed the old Phantom Dust, uh, not the new one. But they didn't even show it at the conference. <laughs> no, they didn't show it. They just kind of, like, mentioned it briefly. Uh, it, it, no, they didn't mention it at the conference, though. No, afterwards. Yeah. No, yeah, there was a Sean Loftus, Microsoft Publishing Relation Vice President something. I don't remember... Microsoft have, have a ton of very like creative titles, so I, I have trouble with them. Channel <laughs> Loftus basically came up in in Jeff Knightley stream, YouTube stream. Oh yeah, by the way, we're announcing this. I was like, yeah, what, what, what? Oh fuck, I need to write about this. Right. Yeah. But, I. But I think it's strange that they didn't show more Crackdown. I think it's strange, maybe, that they didn't introduce more. Um. Mm-hmm. Because it, it was very focused, and it, it's always been very focused for Xbox to show what's coming out in the next year, what to look forward to for that, but not really uh, too many newly announced titles. And that was the biggest surprise to me, I think, when it came to Microsoft. It's not much of a surprise for me, because Microsoft has shifted a little bit for E3. Microsoft has shifted at this idea that E3, they show you what's coming this year. Mm-hmm. Gamescom, they show you what's coming afterwards. They, that's what they did last year too. Oh yeah, now yeah, I forgot about that. That they really had a great Gamescom show. Uh, I'll f- keep my fingers crossed for that then. Yeah, but I, 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 you know, talking about Phantom Dust, by, by the way. Right. I think it's dead. I mean, besides the rem- remaster, whatever right. they're, they're doing, because possibly they're not even remastering. It. I, I heard they're using the original assets. Uh, I think either the, that one is massively successful, or I think the remake project they had, I think it's that. It's that, Jim. Right. Yeah. And I'm sad because I'm, I was interested. I liked the, the original, and I wanted the new one. I, I don't want to play the original again because, you know, I played it. <laughs> I, I have it. I don't need the, a, another one. Yeah. Even if they're going to add some Xbox Live stuff to it, then it's not going to be much to... Yeah, mm. Phantom Dust. I think is that dream, because the the remaster, remake, whatever it is, whatever they are going to release, I don't think it's going to sell that much, at all. Yeah, and I don't think they think they are going to sell that much because if they did, they, they would have named it at the press conference. Yeah, I actually think the same. It's just a weird thing to announce 
that they're releasing the like why even bother do that unless maybe they started working on the old one uh before they canceled the new one and they're like all right we already put so much in this we might as well just finish it up why don't they just just make uh, xbox game backward compatible I mean, the original xbox but anyway we're, we're digressing a little bit <laughs> yeah another game that was definitely missing and that was ace combat 7 Mm-hmm. Another one I hope to see, especially with the big uh, push on virtual reality, since Ace Combat 7 is going to be compatible with PlayStation VR. Another one that they announced at PlayStation Experience, and it wasn't here. Yeah. Um, I, I just think that's another case where it's not necessarily the right audience. I think... I, I don't know, though, because, you know, flight game, racing games... What's, what what can be better than those for virtual reality? I mean... Yeah. Yeah, I, what, I, I suppose. What better, what, better, what better showcase for virtual reality than putting you on, on the, in the cockpit of the factor? Right. Yeah, I, I'm, I don't know. I mean, they didn't... That was the thing with Sony, though, and, and maybe I should have been expecting them to stick more to the AAA releases than, yeah. than I did. But... They really only showed, for the most part, things that would have mass appeal to casual and hardcore gamers, um, you know, and have instant name visibility uh, for a lot of it's clearly not for the VR projects, but I I guess even for a lot of the VR, I was surprised, you know, Batman, Resident Evil. um, So anything that was a smaller name really didn't get too much stage presence at all. Yeah, and and that's the the main the main flow I think that conference had. It was flowed for me because it it, it lacked diversity. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about the bullshit about how many like you know those articles that count uh, how many women there were stage and whatnot. Because you know if you if you are if you are a man you, you you don't have a right to go on stage to show, to show the games you worked on for for years because you know they're gonna count they're gonna count you against the score. Um, Anyway, no, they lack diversity in the way that, yeah, there were a lot of uh, story-driven Western um, adventure games. There were some other things, but, you know, there were no JRPG at all. And uh, there were, there were like, a lot of missing stuff from Japan. Right. And from stuff, that, you know, there, there were some Japanese games that they almost didn't look like Japanese games. Like the 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 Japanese game they have that they that didn't look like Japanese games at all, right? They had nothing. The big one that wasn't missing at A3 uh, was criminally missing at press conference. <laughs> as is Gravity Rush too. All right. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. They uh... that one is so beautiful that and and I think it's sad and kind of insulting towards their own internal team that they excluded it from from the conference yeah i for such a niche game that's the thing is i think that they should be pushing more of these games they should try to be bringing these into the mainstream it won't make the same kind of headlines for the most part but if they ever want persona I mean, Persona sells great among the hardcore audience, but if they want it to get into the public consciousness and to sell, uh, you know, even 5%, 10% of current PS4s out there, they should be hammering away on those more 
at these big conferences, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, but I, I doubt it's ever gonna happen. Uh, and another one that that wasn't missing, and I mean, would have been perfectly, probably perfectly in line with the rest of the conference. Uh, what whatever sucker punch is working on? Yeah, I guess it would have kind of kind of cannibalized it with Spider Man. Yeah. And people expected Spider-Man to be from Sucker Punch. Because I was waiting was for the title card. As soon as like they started talking uh, about... I think the first, one of the first th- lines were about being in New York. I'm like, alright, it's the Spider-Man game. Let's see the Sucker Punch logo. And Insomniac came up. Kind of blew my mind for a second. Uh, but yeah, who knows? Maybe they're not working on a superhero game. It would make sense they if they are. Because it's their forte... And it would be the prime reason why it wasn't shown. Well, the 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 career opportunity ads they have on their side point pretty insistently on a superhero game. I think it's gonna be in Famous Four or in Famous Whatever. Uh, probably they're probably gonna continue with the franchise. It's a great franchise, so I don't see why not. But would be by the way, the the, the ads they have basically describe the gameplay of. of of an infamous game, right. so either if it's infamous game or it's an infamous like game, but I think it's infamous. But I expected to see this here, right. and I, we didn't. I'm actually happy that they're not working on Spider-Man. <laughs> no, because I liked Infamous. I and, and I'm gonna be one of the few people I think who will say this, but I like Infamous far better than Spider-Man. I know there's a ton of <laughs> Sony people out there who are gonna say the same thing. But Spider-Man obviously has the best, has much more mass appeal. Uh, Insomniac has a great pedigree. I'm sure it's going to be an amazing game. If they announced Infamous, though, I, I wouldn't even care about Spider-Man. I'd yeah, just... that, that's possibly they didn't they didn't want to overshadow um, uh, Spider-Man or to have the two conflict conflict. Right. But of course, they are two bought they are bought superhero games, so they could have the, the two announcements could have conflicted a little bit. But yeah, I'm I, I'm happy they're not working on Spider-Man because I'm happy that, they, that there is still a possibility to see another Infamous from them. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to shift it. I know that you don't want to hear it, but let's shift over to Nintendo a little bit. What are we surprised uh, we second, didn't... I, I would like to, to respond to Dolo. Okay. Um, I don't think the... Dolo said that uh, uh, Sony Interactive Entertainment is not run out of Japan anymore. It's out North America, but that's not really influential. Uh, it's not run by American people. It's run by exactly the same people as before. I mean, it's run by international people. Um, the change of place is just a matter of uh, having uh, working with the partners that they have in North America. They have most of their network stuff there. It's just a logistical thing. Some people made... Uh, a big thing out of it, saying, oh, Sony doesn't care about Japan anymore. Uh, that's not the case. It's just, uh, it's literally just a logistical change, because it's easier to run stuff from there. But I don't think that's going to, that that changes the focus. I mean, Sony has been focused on, on an American developer for a long time anyway, so it's not much of a change that, in that direction. It's simply a matter that uh, probably they notice that this kind of the, the American games like that, and and if the few big name Japanese games uh, make a bigger splash on the on the headlines, that that's all there is to it. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving back. Sorry, go ahead. Go to, go your go to your Nintendo. The Nintendo nonsense. Um, 
something I, I'm clearly not surprised we didn't see. It's still, it's strange we didn't. I'm not surprised that they chose the path not to show it was Metroid Prime Federation Force. It has so much bad will against it that no one wants to see it. But it's coming out in under a month now, and there's no hint to it. Well, that's that. Then it's normal. It's been not being shown at E3 because you don't go at E3 to show games that come out in the month. Well, they which is also weird because they shown Shigen, they they shown Tokyo Mirage sessions and whatnot. Right. Normally, you you hype games that are a little bit farther in the future. Yeah. But yeah, who cares about Metroid Prime Federation Force? Yeah, but it, it seems Is there like anyone that cares about that game. No, uh, do clearly you care not. about that game? No, but I, I'm surprised at Nintendo's strategy when it comes to some of this stuff. Okay. Because if you're only gonna show three games or four games, and you're having three days of just like, almost 24/7 uh, news coverage on those Zelda. games. Yeah, well, on Zelda. <laughs> you, you think that, you know, they made us go and bear through the Pokemon stuff. Why not make us sit through Metroid? I mean, we weren't going to like it either way. Um, I don't th- I don't think we've ever seen as much of a game uh, at the, from E3 as we have seen Zelda from this E3. Like, yeah, they show very extensive. way too much. Uh, yeah, someone just uh, flew there, flew there, do <laughs> <laughs> New listener, I, I I don't remember this name. So welcome. No. Hi, Fluter Duden. Uh, uh, Fluter Duden. <laughs> the game, sorry, but my I I have to look at my other screen to see your name. Uh, that they send it out to die a la Devil's Third, which is yeah. yeah. The difference is that Devil's Third is not a big uh, Nintendo franchise. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm amazed. And how they mismanaged the 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 Metroid franchise lately? Yeah, and it, you know it was more so I think the way they showed it and the way they marketed it um, from the get go, because they ever since then they've been trying to do damage control in some way or another, trying to show the gameplay, which actually doesn't look. I mean, literally, it looks awful. It's on the 3DS, so it's got. <laughs> well, it's a 3DS game. <laughs> yeah, but compared to other 3DS games, like it looks like a, it looks like Metroid Prime Hunters. It doesn't look bad, um, but but they marketed it really awful from the get-go with that uh, something ball, whatever it was called. Um, I so, don't. Know. I don't want to. Yeah, no, I don't want. To. It's depressing because Metroid is, if not one of my favorite IPs, my favorite IP. Um, also, surprise, Nintendo didn't show anything new. Really, uh, like did you expect them? To? Nintendo has. I, I, I'm. I'm wondering. Like Nintendo has nothing. Nothing in these holiday season. They what have Pokemon. They, they have only Pokemon. Oh, Pokemon. I mean, for the Wii U or for anything like home console related. Nothing. Maybe. Maybe they're planning oh, on yeah. showing a direct. Oh wait, they're. They also have. Um, Paper Mario Color uh, Splash, which people are not excited for because it looks a little too much like Sticker Star when it comes to combat. But still, that's not enough. Uh, It's really not leaving a lot up to the imagination. I understand they don't want to talk NX right now, but, uh, you know, even as someone who barely plays the Wii U, and I know there are people who only own the Wii U, those poor bastards, but you're leaving them out to dry here. 
And that's kind of strange when your statements in the past few months have been, oh, we're not going to give up on Wii U owners when the NX comes out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're not going to give up on the Wii U. Sure. Like, uh, they're, they're like, like lying through their teeth when they say that. I, I'm sorry. I, I don't like to be this negative. Uh, no, they are. Come on. Absolutely. Unless, unless NX sells worse. Give up on the Wii U. Can, can, I, I imagine this scene, okay? I imagine the, the new pr Nintendo president, which... What's his name? Sorry, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? I somewhere, don't know. Nintendo... Kimishima. Kimishima-san. I, I imagine Kimishima-san uh, saying that thing. We are not going to abandon the Wii U. The NX is not going to replace the Wii U. The Wii U is still going to be there. And uh, in the meanwhile, behind him, I see Miyamoto and Aonuma and the other guys with the, with a showwell showwelling we use into the into the into the recycle. <laughs> yeah, incinerators. Like that's 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 the scene I imagine. Yeah. When I think about that, like yeah. really, the Wii U is dead. I'm sorry, and there is, and I hope that the NX does better, but the Wii U is dead. Right. That I said it from the very start. If there is one thing that I'm not proud of, because I don't like to be right on something failing, I say in front of the very start that Wii U is gonna fail and fail. And I don't think they are going to be stubborn. That so sure they're probably gonna say, oh yeah, it's still going. Some games are still gonna come out on, the, on that, on this and that. You can't skip an holiday season and expect the console, the console to still sell afterwards. Yeah. Um. All right, so let's let's uh, we're we're gonna try and keep this close to an hour. So maybe let's give one there's more. Still game. More, there's still more games. All right, let's go. Missing. Go, you do your uh, games. I expected to see a Naktsu. Uh, what? Naktsu. Oh, Naktsu. Sequel of Nak. Yeah, that's that's kind of surprising. I saw I I saw Mark Cerny in the audience, and I was sure. The NAC 2 would have been announced, or something by him. On the other hand, Mark Cerny is actually working with Kojima on a, as a technology director or something like that for, the, for his new game. But I expected to see a new NAC, and it didn't come. I actually liked NAC. Yeah. I, I it never... was, a, was it a stellar game? It was nice. Yeah, I, th I think maybe for $60. It's kind of... And I mean, I'm, a, I'm also a person who really enjoyed uh, The Order, but... Those were both games where I'm like, I, I didn't necessarily, I really loved them. I didn't pay $60 for them, but I loved them for the price I ended up paying. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Knack 2, uh, once again, didn't have the name recognition that they would have hoped for to put on screen. I wouldn't be surprised to see that, likely at PlayStation Experience. I don't, it's not a TGS game. I think game, it's going to come. Think. I All think right. it's going to come, because... Uh... Andrew House said they're going to treasure the character and the, and the IP. So, and I think that means that they're still going to make games out of that. Right. Maybe not, but you know, I, I think it is. Uh, I was going to be dealing from the growing pains of a developer in games from SD to HD. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that, that's that's a possibility too. There is another thing that was missing too, and it wasn't a game per se. Naughty Dog. Oh. Yeah. There were a lot of Naughty Dog-like games. Like, yeah. There were a lot of games that you could say, oh, Naughty Dog, is this is a game by Naughty Dog, like because everyone had, like, kids and 
fighters and zombies people like <laughs> escort escorting escorting someone else through 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 the wild and zombie well not zombie, they're alive yeah the uh, the zombies from days gone are not dead no they're, they're, they're not alive. they're not traditional zombies but they're zombies they, they are basically the, the, i the, mean the, the last yeah, of us from the last of us <laughs> yeah the last of us weren't zombies either technically they were living yeah, plants I, mean, is, I i don't like is that is this the last of us too <laughs> <laughs> it's, basically, it's basically the same premise right with more zombie more wait it's the last premise with more non-zombies yeah like there are more of them but that's pretty much the same premise if you think about it yeah, no, I, I, I do. I think that that's probably spot on. Uh, I don't know Possibly what... Why didn't sh- Sorry, go ahead. That's what I was about to say. I don't know why they didn't show it. I mean, I thought that they would have shown some sort of uh, title card. Yeah. A name or something. Uh, it wasn't Possibly too far they, after. Go ahead. Well, if, if they're going to show... If they're, they're working on The Last of Us 2, it would have a completely overshadowed these days gone. Like with with no mercy, so possibly they held out. They held off on that. Yeah, but do you think they are going to promote it any time until uh, after Days Gone has already possibly. been out? Uh, possibly they're possibly gonna gonna be promoting it some sometimes, but since this one that was the debut of Days Gone, you know, if overshadowing a, the presence of a game is a t- one thing. Overshadowing the debut of a game. Is a different thing. Yeah, I Days Gone didn't seem to be too popular between journalists, from what I heard, anyway. Like, no, it didn't grab the attention. Foreign people, right? It wasn't. Which like... is sad because I. Go ahead. I was gonna say it wasn't like Horizon Zero Dawn, where as soon as they announced that, everyone was in love with it. Um, yeah, it was. It kind of got a lukewarm response. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm hoping because honestly, the, the folks said that Sony Band worked very hard on it for a ton of times. So I'm hoping that it actually does well. I, I I actually hope it grabs more attention. Honestly, I'm not much of the zombie or non-zombie type. That's not much my kind of game. But I like open-world games, and it seems interesting. So I I, I want to play it. And I want it to do good. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was expect. There is one thing. I'm go- I'm gonna drop a little bit of a thing here. Okay. Drop it. Drop the beat. I wish you tonight. I wish the Naughty Dog is working on the last of us too. Like everyone seems to be ready to bet their mom and their monthly wages for a year on the fact that Naughty Dog is working on the last of us too. But I'm not sure. All right. Because they seem to be ready to move to something new. They are dropping Uncharted. And I don't know. They seem to be ready. I, I, I heard some rumors, and I also re- reported them on the site a while ago. They were working on some action adventure with close combat, melee combat, stuff like that. And I don't remember exactly what they were. But there was something like more uh, fantasy, science fiction-ish thingy. I don't remember exactly what it was. But that word, uh, back then they, they said they were working on two projects. But I'm not sure the next project is going to be The Last of Us 2. Do you have any guesses what it might be? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I I have always the wish to see them work on something on science fiction. Like what? they like it. They like science fiction. They had their whole uh, uh, comic fake, fake 
science fiction comic that everyone told it would, would have been the next game. I would like to see a science fiction game from them. I'm, I'm a little tired to see them do like uh, realistic or like apocalyptic or well, apocalyptic is still kind of still in the, in the real or realistic right. reality stuff, you know. Yeah, I would like to see them do something a little bit more fantasy, fantasy fiction ish, you know, something right, something not something that I don't immediately say this is a naughty dog game. Maybe right. even go back to the roots a little bit. Probably they're never gonna go back to the cartoonish, like uh, Crash Bandicoot, uh, uh, Jack and Dexter, whatever. Yeah. But you know, a little bit of that science fiction that wasn't that Jack and Dexter thing. Come back. I don't know. Yeah. Um, speaking yeah. of yeah. science fiction, hmm? uh, I'm a little surprised, and I know it's not announced, and I know that <laughs> we they've actually I don't know they might have even said that it's not coming, but. I'm still surprised we're not seeing a Mass Effect uh, trilogy remake or at least backwards compatibility for 2 and 3 on Xbox One. Oh, they're going to come sooner or later. I mean, the backward compatibility is going to come sooner or later. I think. Uh, as, as for remakes, I don't think they're going to do it. Shame. I, I don't think they're going to do it. Uh, if you think about it, what's the publisher that is not really caring to do much in terms of remasters or remakes. Yeah, Electronic Arts, but... That, 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 that's just not their thing, if you think about it. They, they didn't jump... Did they make any? I'd have to think about it. Come on, our our, our brave listeners. Did Electronic Arts did, did any remakes or remasters? I don't remember any. Yeah, no, I, I can't... Silent. Yeah, I can't, I can't think of it. Uh, I'll look into it. All right, so let's move on to another one. Do you have another one off the top of your head? Uh, actually, uh, let me think a second. Oh, Devil May Cry 5, or whatever that new Devil May Cry that could come. Mm-hmm. There were there were some rumors about the new Devil May Cry, and it didn't come. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Touche. Touche. Okay, Fluder Duden, that, that is already demonstrating to be a cool guy. Uh, say that what well, they're doing Madden and FIFA. <laughs> that kind of counts as a remaster, I guess. But yeah, if you think about it, Electronic Arts is not it has not jumped into the remake remaster thingy at all. So that simply may not be in their in the cards at all. Well, wait, no, that's Activision. I was yeah, no, I'm, Call not, of Duty. I'm going through the seconds, list like, right now. It was like, okay, no, derp. Yeah, no, I'm going. That, I'm going. Yeah, Activision did, but Electronic Arts did not. Uh, back to Devil May Cry. Mm-hmm. I expected to see it because there were rumors around, but mm, I don't know. Is it coming? Is it not? Probably they're not going to abandon the Capcom. Say that they want to, they want to bring back some of the old IPs. So probably going to come. Not at three, but I expect to see it. And wait, they cried. Not that DMC shit. Just the actual one with the real Dante with the white hair and not the little emo idiot right. potty-mouthed cretin that they put in, in DMC. I'm sorry, but that character was absolutely... I have absolute respect for uh, Ninja Terry, but that character, which I think actually was more Capcom than Ninja Terry, was probably the, the worst crime wreck 
I've ever seen in a video game. The, the worst reboot of a... Not talking about the gameplay. The gameplay was great. But the, the characterization was the worst reboot I've ever seen for a game, for a game character. Ever. Mm-hmm. Um, Alright, so I have two more left. And I'm not going to talk really about Let's them. Let's do the, the giveaway before we do that. Then we can talk about those two. So I don't really remember how to do the giveaway. That's the, that's the question. I'm going to try. Well, you better remember. I think it's... Exclamation part point and giveaway. Let's try it. Yes. No. That's not it, and we're certainly not giving out a code for Dark exclamation point winner. Oh, that might be it. It is not me. Okay. Let me let me re-roll again. Once again. I, I know the Nightbot just messed up and said Dark Souls three. We're giving away a semblance for PlayStation four. Oh! Oh, Flutter Dude! Welcome the, the, to the welcome podcast! Welcome to the Dude! <laughs> for PlayStation 4. Congratulations, Flutter Dude! Alright, awesome. Yeah, make sure you whisper me, or um, you can tweet at DualShockers, uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll find a way to get you your oh, whisper, copy of your game. Whisper, uh, whisper uh, DualShockers Live, yeah. uh, giving, you, giving him your email. So you can uh, get your prize, which is a semblance for PS4. Yeah. Uh, right. So make sure you do that. Uh, but now we can go and talk about the two games you had in mind. Sorry, All right. I, I, want to, I, just don't, I just don't like to make people wait, wait until yeah, the they... very end of the podcast. Because it kind of seems like we are holding them hostage to, yeah. to get the giveaway. Especially when we say it's going to be an hour. Uh, yeah. and it's not ends up being an hour. But so the, if you want to if you want to beer with us longer than that, you can. I am not holding you hostage. Um, Go ahead. Oh, okay. And, and so the, the I'm not going to talk a lot about them. I think it's obvious uh, that we weren't going to see it, but I kind of had my hopes. Uh, first was the rumored um, Beyond Good and Evil. I thought that is it a thing? Was it? <laughs> I thought it was. Is that a thing? No, I mean, how many times they say that it's coming? <laughs> yeah, I, I know, but we had the new um, trademark for it, didn't we? Yeah, but, you know. And they said there's I the rumors can, it would be for an X. Game when, uh, whenever Gilmo says that it's coming, we can make it a drinking game. Right, and also in the same vein as Ubisoft... Um, I was kind of surprised we didn't hear anything. I know they're not doing Assassin's Creed this year, but I was kind of expecting to hear something, maybe to see a name card, uh, a little mm-hmm. bit of description on how they're hoping to switch over the series or what they're planning on working on. Because they kind of just said, we're taking a year off to work on stuff and didn't really describe what it's going to be. I'm hoping it's that's probably That's probably because we're not going to hear about it. I, I can... Tell you when it's gonna come. When we're going to hear about it in April, 2017. All right, someone write it down. Someone. That's the they normally announce things the, the same day or in the, the kind of same period as their financial conference for the full year uh, prior. Right. That's what they do. The big games they announce them in that period. So it's going to be either April or May 2017. Out that's exactly how they did for the previous Assassin's Creed and the, the Assassin's Creed before that, and Watch Dogs 2 this year. Right. 
yeah, so um, that that's really all I have. There, uh, there's always a talk of a lot of games. I'm sure we can, I could go on more for hours. How about? Uh, I'm sure you have a few more you want to bring up. Uh, let me see. I, I actually have a little bit of a list. <laughs> uh, well, it's not exactly a formal list. Yeah, no. Uh, because I, I kind of... <laughs> I'm going to tell you one of my little secrets. To actually bear the uh, pace of announcement that they do at E3, I actually pre-write a few posts. I don't write them all. I just write some, put some placeholders on the side for with a little bit of a po- of a parts of a post of things I think they're gonna come. So there's th- those posts in, in which basically are my predictions are still there in the draft. All right, so read and them they out. They have to be canceled, but I left them there. So read them out. What what are some of your headlines? Okay, let me see. I had uh, Ace Combat Seven, uh, Nino Kuni Two, Devil May Cry Five, uh, Deep Down, um, Last of Us Two. <laughs> sure, I actually had Knack Two. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I actually I'm surprised of one thing. There is no P. It's not a game. There is no PS4 Slim. Yeah. There is no. Well, I'm, I didn't expect a PS4 Slim, but there is no um, COH, COH uh, um, t- one, uh, 1300. Now we're stuck at 1200. Like a, right. a new iteration of the normal PS4. I expected to see it appear on, uh, on the FCC. Normally it happens on June 1, on June 1st, and it didn't. And uh, which means that if it if there is no um, no um, FCC registration by now, we're probably not going to have a new PS4 that is not the PS4 Neo, like a something like they did with the Microsoft did with the Xbox One F, but not even just a, a slimmed down version, even just an iteration of the PS4. We had the COH 1000, which is the original PS4, one year after release with the 1100, which is the second version, then the 1200 last year, and this year, nothing. So it's either they didn't change the radio part at all, but I think you still need to certify it, or it's not coming. The, the only PS4 we're getting this year is new, if it's coming this year. If it's coming this year. I'm pretty. I'm pretty positive that's gonna come this year. By the way, uh, they're gonna have a fast announcement. Uh, it's possibly gonna come in in the Black Friday. If they're if they're smart, they're gonna release in the Black Friday period. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, but the. Uh, by the way, I, we knew that it wasn't there, but I'm surprised. Uh, well, I'm not surprised because we knew, but. I'm weirded out a little bit that they did not they didn't show the PS4 new edit tree. Yeah. Or for that matter, talk anything about the Vita slash Vita replacement, no, well, which is never gonna happen. Surprise. What? That's a surprise. That's like the you the, I I love the Vita, okay? Yeah. I have my Vita here, my, my original one with the with the thing. It's it's a little dusty because I'm because I'm mostly playing on my Vita TV. Makes sense. She's a beautiful, beautiful white model Vita TV, which is which is cabled, so I can actually pull it in front of the camera. But it's I actually got it in Japan, and I actually love it more than my Vita. 
but yeah, they didn't talk at all because the Vita is unfortunately dead. Well, the Vita is dead for Sony. Okay, let's make a distinguished thing. The Vita is dead for Sony. The Vita yeah. is getting a lot of support surprising from the developers. Not, not surprising. Well, not surprising given the, the sales, but surprising that it's still continuing to happen, I think. No, no, no. It's still continuing to happen because the Vita is selling very well in Japan. And most of the third-party developers that work on it, almost all the third-party developers that work on it are Japanese. And they care mostly about their sales. They sell it well in Japan. And, you know, Japanese developers still support it. They're dropping the PS3, most of them. But uh, the PS Vita is still going to be supported for a while. But for Sony itself, the Vita is dead, which is sad. Mm-hmm. Because it's selling very well in Japan. Um, it will never sell very well in the US. But... Or, or in the West. But it, it, it's still sad. And... I think the best thing that I've ever read uh, from the parody Kazurai uh, Twitter account was mm-hmm. right after the E3 press conference. And they mm-hmm. said, the orchestra is staying there. They're going to be uh, playing the funeral, uh, the songs for the Vita funeral following the conference. Yeah, the, the, the Vita is not dead. That's, that's the thing. The Vita is not dead. The Vita is dead for uh, Sony. And that's all there is to it. I mean, it's it's perfectly alive for the other, uh, for all those Japanese developers that are still supporting it massively. Like a ton of, just, there, there is almost a new, like, semi-major game announced for Vita every every week. If you look at Famitsu, you know, I, I read Famitsu every week, and every week there is, like, absolutely timely a Vita game announced. Like, almost every week there is a, a new big Vita game announced. And when it's, when it's not only Vita, it's Vita and PS4, but there are a lot of them that are still only Vita. Like, there are, in Japan, there are a lot of Vita exclusives games. Mm-hmm. A lot of them. This Famitsu add another one, like an exploration game, like uh, something about the almost like civilization life. Another thing uh, about the Vita, and I mean, we're we're very quickly shifting into why the Vita is so awesome, and they should continue to support it. Uh, podcast, but um, if you ever look at the PlayStation blog, and you should because it's fantastic, or just read Dual Shockers because we cover everything said on the blog because it's always great news uh if you ever go down to the comment section it's almost surprising how many people are clamoring for every game to be on the vita uh that's uh, you see you see the same on our comment section yeah and you know that's what they say is this would be a perfect game for the vita if this came out on the vita i would buy this it's almost kind of the shift um, for a long time in the late 2000s, uh, and early, you know, 2010, 2011, it was like that for digital games where people were hesitant to buy digital games, and they still kind of are, some people, saying, I would buy this if it came physical. Now it's, I would buy this if it came to Vita. Because uh, people just want to support the Vita. People love having games on it, and it's got the huge attach rate for that reason. Well, it's got a huge attach rate in Japan. I mean, in <laughs> general, best. I think it's... Didn't they say the attach rate for Vita is like well. 16 games? Oh, that sorry, attach rate. I, I was talking about about games. Oh, sorry okay. about the sales, pure sales. Why, why did I think about 
pure sales. Uh, yeah, that, that's true. But, you know, that's that's because when people don't have much uh, for their console, they get everything they can. Right. I'm sad about it because I, my Vita is, I love it. And I, some of my best memories of gaming, which is weird because they're made with a super casual, weird little game that could probably be more more suited for 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 mobile experience is going around Tokyo with my Vita to try to catch the little monsters for uh, uh, what's the name of the game? Dolo, you know which one it is. Uh, I oh, which one that is that? Um, that's New Spirits. What? That's New Spirits. Oh, okay, yeah. Like so that that's some of my best memories with Marita. Just go around Tokyo with that because there are some some special special months that were some special months before they closed it. Uh, that you could get only there. Or even at Gamescom. There were special <laughs> monsters at Gamescom. You go at Gamescom to get your special little summon for Destiny Spirits. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. And, and and I miss it. And you know, Nvidia was an awesome machine. And I loved it when I got it, and I still love it. I actually play more on my PS Vita TV because I, it's kind of more comfortable for me. The Vita has only one big problem for me, which is not very ergonomic to, to hold. Yeah, you get the claws. The, yeah, you, you the have Vita to claws. Things and I, and I, have, I, I have big hands. Right. Um, so, yeah, I was sad. I'm still, and we're, we're pretty far off the train of topic for... for E3 missing in action games, but I'm not uh, I wouldn't be surprised I think if the Vita had a successor I, I think the longer it goes on, if you asked me three years ago, I'd say there's no way they're gonna make another uh, PS Vita 2 or something but I think the longer that developers support it I, I think it shows Sony that there's a market for it clearly we're not, we're not talking about it anytime soon because they want to push VR, that's their main thing. But I wouldn't be surprised in three or four years down the line they have the surprise announcement that they're going to have another handheld. I think you're drunk. <laughs> I think really hard. Sony is done with handhelds. I, I, I can tell you. Well, I, I can tell you because I, I don't have any... No, no one told me. Right. But I can tell you, according to me, Sony is done with handles. They, they have seen that handles are good for Japan only. And I don't think that... And, and in Japan, unfortunately, the handheld experience now, it's completely and easily covered by by mobile. By, by mobile. So, okay. yeah. There possibly... I'm thinking that there, there is a possibility for, for Sony to shift... Some of his, of his handheld resources, they they opened the studio for that, and they may actually they they may actually um, expand it on mobile. Mm -hmm. Like they may shift some of their development on mobile, especially as the market moves a little bit towards the gaming as a service uh, thing. But yeah, that, that's that's a possibility, especially with the Xperia thing, if they want to actually save their mobile stuff. Right, we'll see. Yeah, I, 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 I think there is absolutely no possibility for Sony to ever <laughs> make it handled again, and it pains me to say that. Right. I would love nothing more than than get a Vita two or whatever, but yeah, because there is one thing that's 
problematic with creating a handheld, which is that um, smartphone can can't really compete with the five fidelity home console scale. No, but they can and will overtake a handheld consoles very very fast. Like the Vita looked right, incredible right. when it launched, graphics wise, but now. Uh, smart modern smartphone can do better graphics already. Yeah, but there's something to be said about functionality. I don't think any smartphone you pick up is going to, uh, you know, have even just the simple button inputs, which make uh, playing on the Vita so much better. Uh, and and a no, few people know that. That's true. That that is true. But uh, on the other hand, you you can't. There are ways around it. I think. Yeah. Like you can attach controllers to your smartphone. You can you can put implements on it. They just make a thing that trans, that turns your smartphone into a Game Boy color. Yes. But the hyper there are thing. ways around it. I think. Uh, the problem is that there, even I I I like to play on my Vita a lot more than a smartphone. I don't like to play a smartphone. I hate touch controls, and I hate the fact that con, that Sony put touch controls on the Vita to begin with. Why? You have buttons. Use the fucking buttons. It was the Sorry. gimmick back then. You can't you can't blame them for the stupid I ideas can. of <laughs> I can blame them. <laughs> You've got I a very blame. angry stare right now. Um, no, but yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Uh, because just because the Vita was such a disaster worldwide sales wise and uh, even in Japan, it didn't really do much of a dent on the domination of 3DS. Yeah. And the 3DS is declining as well uh, in Japan. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's the only market for, for, for portables. And, I mean, I go to Japan pretty often. Every time I go there, I see people playing on in, in, the, in the subway or the train. And most of them are smartphones by now. There are a lot. There are quite a few 3DSs still. Mm. Very few Vita. Vita is pop is popular in Japan, like more popular in Japan than anywhere else. But it's still if if I go into the subway or on a train, I don't see many Vita around. No, not absolutely like, not. There are times in which the only Vita around is mine. <laughs> yeah, though uh, from my short experience at PlayStation experience. It was it was really interesting to go there and see like it was it was definitely out of the norm to see so many Vitas everywhere, um, in a good yeah. way. That's how it should be. Yeah. Let's make let's fix and the world. And that's a sad thing. Yeah. But unfortunately, I think I think uh, pure handled gaming, like as in portable consoles, is gonna go the way of the dodo. And I'm not talking about Sony as well. I'm talking about Nintendo as well. Sure, the yeah. the NX is possibly gonna have a handled hybrid thing that you can also have an handled. Right. But a pure, I don't think we're gonna see a new a new new 3ds. Right. Like a successor to the 3ds. Yeah. I think they're gonna just inter inter gonna integrate it in the NX and that's it. Maybe I'm wrong. I think I'm, it's I'm, it's more likely that they'll give up on the console before they give up on the. Um, on the handheld, the handheld just does them a lot better and isn't at declining as quickly as their console sales. Uh, True, but, but it's less relevant than ever. Together, if they can do both together, 
they possibly won't need to have something separate. We'll see. Maybe maybe I just say something stupid, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Nintendo is difficult to read for me. Right. All because right. Nintendo doesn't always act on what I consider logic. <laughs> oh, no, they do it based on traditions and pride and... I, I don't know. They, they basically, they, I mean, they are businessmen that probably know a lot better than I do. Okay? Right. I'm not saying I know better than them. But it's difficult for me to relate with their decision. Even just the decision to do the to, to release consoles in the middle of a cycle. And I'm not talking about upgrades like the PS4 Neo. I mean, their main console in the middle of a cycle for me is suicidal. Like, Sega kind of dictated us what happens. With the with the Dreamcast, right? All right. Yeah, I think I think we bait down this down into the ground. Yes, we have. I'm gonna surprise you now, because mm -hmm. I thought of a very quick 8-bit idiot, and it's absolutely something you know. Okay. Nothing you have to look up here. Uh, yeah. Two... By the way, let's introduce this. We before before this guy wanted to surprise me. Decided not to do an 8-bit idiot this week because I, I couldn't find anything that was massively idiotic. But maybe he found it, so let's see. I did. Do you know what? It, it's it was so in our face that we should have thought about it. I'm gonna explain well, what 8-bit idiot say first. Say what 8-bit idiot is first because we have new listeners. All right. Well, yes. 8-bit idiot is the small segment that we do towards the ends of the podcast where we highlight a problem section in the industry. We highlight that through a uh, a misstep of a person in the industry. So, you know, someone had a bad day, said something stupid, did something stupid. Uh, we we like to poke fun at those people, and everyone has a bad day. It's it's nothing. We don't hate these people, but we like to. It's a, it's worth a good laugh. This week we uh, we Is actually it have phone, what? Is it in a phone? Eh? No. Wait. Uh, okay. Uh, no. Uh, the the two. Is going to be one, the person who runs the Sonic Twitter account. Ah, yeah. <laughs> and tr trust me, I really, I, I love the humor. I love the shade. I, I, I think that they do a good job promoting Sonic, maybe for the first time ever. But the they poke the hole at uh, Mighty Number no. Nine. And let me see if I could get that tweet up. It's probably whatever the last one on the Sonic the Hedgehog profile is and i'll post it here but yesterday they said congrats on the launch for mighty number no. nine and tag mighty number no. nine it's better than nothing which is a translation first of all yes which is the mistranslation. not say that here we go well no he didn't say that but they do have video of someone on the stream saying that uh but yeah, yeah it, it, it was a, a mistranslation on the right. stream like this the translator mistranslated it Right, which was so so strange, but absolutely, yeah. That I mean, if anyone is to poke holes at another game for that's not Sonic, yeah, for possibly after being generations half after after generations of mediocre games, <laughs> there really there is. I mean, I I honestly, if I had to choose a subject for the ABD, it would be possibly the whole debacle with they with with. Mighty number number nine. Mighty number nine for me is the demonstration that before you criticize your whole the game the whole gaming industry of your country should probably demonstrate that you can do better. 
which Inafune did not. Yeah. But if there is someone that cannot afford poking fun at anyone else, <laughs> that's Sega with Sony. Or yeah. Sega, whatever. Yeah, the Sonic team. Or whoever promotes Sonic. But yeah. All right, so so it did a great job in getting in promoting them. They were the talk of the day. Uh, I think it's going to come back and bite them in the ass. People are going to yeah. be sharing that tweet as soon as they make their right. next game. That's subpar, which is going to be literally this week when they make the uh, the Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Summer at the Rio Summer Games. Which is going to be crap as usual. Always, yeah, and actually, uh, Fluter Duden said that in the stream as well. Um, all right, so oh, that yeah. that's uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's our eight bit idiot for the week. Um, Did you have another one? Because you said you had two things. No, you actually pointed out the other thing. I was gonna bring that up uh, very briefly with Inafune about trashing trashing the whole nation. Uh, uh, yeah, if, first, if you, if you want, well, I think we'll hand on this message. Okay. If you want to trash your whole countries, or any countries, or anyone else, if you want to trash anyone of your colleagues from any country, from any environment, anyone, before you talk trash, make sure you can demonstrate that you can do better. And unfortunately, Inafune did not yet. Uh, right. I'm sure it, it did great with the first Mega Man, and I'm sure he has a legacy and whatnot, but he has still to demonstrate that he can do better now than what the rest right. of the Japanese gaming industry can do. So we are waiting right. for you, Inafune. Please show us what you can do. Record, let's see if Record is better. But for here's now, hoping. Here's hoping that Record does better than Mighty Number no. 9. Right. All right. So that's it, bit idiot. We're gonna end up how we normally do. We're gonna talk about upcoming games. Just give you a quick list and then do our yep. small plugs. Uh, so the upcoming games this week, we actually got a lot. I think it's because we're this is the first week we're comfortable after E3, and most of the press is comfortable too. But uh, on the 24th, we have Mario and Sonic at the Rio 2016 Olympic Games coming to Wii U. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we also have. Tokyo Mirage Sessions FE, uh, Sharp FE for Wii U. Uh, and if yes. you want to read the review, it's on the site. Go to DualShockers.com. Read our review of it. Um, also on the 24th, we got Steins Gate for PC. Nero, That's colon. Not. What? Is that not That's happening? Nice one. Oh, yeah, that is nice. Uh, Nero, Nothing Ever Remains Obscure for PlayStation 4. Uh, Dino's Dini's Kick of Revival. For PlayStation 4, someone was drunk when they named that. Uh, professional well, farm. It's better than it's better than Flaster Clock. <laughs> yes. So. Uh, professional Farmer 2017 also on PS4, and Hearts and Slash on PS4. Then on the 27th we have the Battle Cats Pop! Exclamation point for 3DS. Uh, what? Yeah, I, I don't know. They're, they're really scrapping for games. Uh, and on the 28th we literally have like every game announced coming out we have god eater resurrection for playstation 4 and playstation vita uh lego star wars the force awakens for 360 3ds pc ps3 ps4 vita at xbox one and your toaster, toaster. washing machine <laughs> yeah exactly uh star ocean 5 integrity and faithful uh faithlessness on ps4 zero escape 3 zero time dilemma 3ds and vita we're gonna have a review for that so keep your eyes out 
uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, Eyes of Heaven for PS4, Prison Architect for PS4, The Technomancer for PC, PS4, Xbox One. We're also going to have a review for that. Soul Axiom, Seven Days to Die, uh, both for PS4, uh, Resident Evil 5 HD, PS4, Xbox One, Full Mojo Rampage for PS4, Xbox One, and Steriden for PS4. So yeah, a ton of games coming out on the 28th. Um, so you could be excited about that if you want. Uh, so, if you want. If you want. There, there's definitely a few on there that I'm probably going to pick up. Uh, Star Ocean 5 is on my to-do list. And I believe if we get get it, you're covering it, right? Yeah, and still we're still waiting for a review copy for that one. Right. Uh, they, they promised they'd send it, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna review it if if it happens. Right. It, it's gonna come for sure. Square Enix sends us the the, the copy. Was we don't know when, so I don't know if it's gonna be there for 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 launch. Uh, right. Unfortunately, you know, guys, I, I take I take my time reviewing things. I I, I don't rush them. Uh, I don't think anyone that wants to buy. Uh, Star Ocean 5 uh, that is interesting to it is actually waiting for any reviews on it. No. Uh, because Star Ocean has a big fan base. So I'm going to take my time and, and review it thoroughly. Yeah. Because I love Star Ocean. So, and, and it's a JRPG. It's a long game. So right. I, I, we're we're right. going to have a review when, when it's up. When it's ready, we're going to have it. So, But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to playing it definitely. Makes sense. So, okay. So let me just wrap up the last part. Uh, if you want to find us on social media, Dual Shockers, of course, you can find us uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Just look up Dual Shockers, you're going to find us. If you go on YouTube, look up DSTV Originals, clearly for Dual Shockers TV, if you didn't catch that. Uh, if you want to come watch and be part of the show and get these awesome giveaways, uh, join us every Wednesday at 8.30 p.m. at twitch.tv slash DualShockersLive. Finally, you can find round-the-clock news coverage, reviews, features, and editorials over at DualShockers.com. And, yeah, that's the show. Thanks, Giuseppe, for not bailing on us like Ryan and Chris. Oh, you know, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's 4 a.m., so it's not like I have that much to do. Uh, that's fair. I'm just waiting for something to happen, and that's... Uh, so I'm going to be up until it happens. Right. But it still didn't happen. I, I'm waiting for for uh, <coughs> there, something to come for the new Berserk game. There was a there was a June twenty third uh, right date. Oh, 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 folks! If you like JRPG, there is new stuff. I you can't just say that. Let us know. New trailer. For uh, Tales of Berseria. So go Ooh, watch it. Go, go to the site after we finish, and it's going to be up. Yeah. All right. We, we better rush through this. If you want to find me on Twitter, you can at Luke and Taldi. If you want to find Giuseppe, his name's right below it. His Twitter account's right below it. Just go and find that. Anyway, we got to go write stories. Thanks, everyone, for showing up. On to the theme music. See you, everyone. <laughs>